0: This is the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I'm Celeste. I'm Amber. And thank you for joining us again.
1: Yeah, hello. This,
0: um, beginning of this podcast has been a little crazy, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. The setup process. It wasn't my fault. Well, no. <laughs> it's no it's no one's fault. I feel like, you know. Okay. Let's go with that yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know okay so how has your week been i'll start um, off with that a little bit
1: yeah yeah it's been okay um getting a lot of stuff done at work i'm i'm up in seattle again so it's just been more busy 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 stuff and uh luckily this is the last time i'll have to travel for work for, for a little while um my boss is giving me a break i guess he's I'm sure he's thinking more about the budget, but he's like, yeah, Uh, you don't have to come up here at much anymore. I'm like, all right, cool. (laughs) Because it's a little depressing up here for me.
0: I've heard Seattle's like cold and rainy.
1: I think I've seen the sun. I've been up here like maybe a total of like 20 days over the last- Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah, over the last um, month and a half. And I've seen the sun twice.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah
1: <laughs> so That's- yeah and I, I was talking to this black lady earlier um i had a meeting um we had a client meeting and she was at reception and so she's like oh where are you guys from we we're like oh we're from the bay area me and my boss she was like oh we we're like oh we're from the bay area and she's oh must be nice and i was like oh, i know <laughs> i was like i was like yeah you know yeah i really enjoy enjoy living down there blah 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 and she just kept like making all these jabs like yeah it always rains here. I've been here my whole life. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, one time I went to Vegas. It was amazing. It didn't rain the whole time. I was, there. I was like, yeah, well, you were in the desert. So, Yeah. but anyway, yeah. I feel bad for her because she, yeah. like, she was like, one day I'll get out of here. And she kind of just looked down and that was the end of the conversation for her. Aww,
0: she just, she's having a bad day. She, she was woke up again. <laughs> and she was like, it is dark. She woke up it's and raining. Raining. it was still raining. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, my whole life. (laughs) You
1: know, not to get too sidetracked, but I really do. I've been noticing that I really get it. Like, I get it. If you like rain and you like the cold and that's your thing, I get it now. Yeah. Because there's so much you can do with it. Like, stuff like go out and drink beer and, you know, see movies and fun shit like that that's, you know, like, indoor activities anyway, but
0: Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I get why people like it up here. But i, I it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for me either. I need to see the sun. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool, though. Anyways, how was your week? It... I don't know. I, like... Uh, I don't know. I had... Uh, I don't know. It's been... My anxiety has been really bad this week. Mm-hmm. Like... And honestly, it's from, like, the news I got on Monday. I think oh. my brain just, like, overthinking literally any and everything. And, like, for whatever reason, I don't know, I can't allow myself to be happy about things. So, like, even though, like, it's really good news, I'm still super anxious about literally literally any and everything. And so I had to, like, I think Tuesday... I, like, work from home because I literally... My anxiety was, like, through the roof. Like... Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, like, calm myself down. Like, it's been, like, a couple of days. Like, I'm feeling better, like, today, which is, like, really good. But, yeah, I just... It sucks. (laughs) Because I'm just, like... It was such good news, but... Yeah. I also my brain just won't allow me to like be happy and enjoy like yeah things so that's
1: what I was gonna say it seems like you want to be happy and and celebrate and like you know just enjoy the fact that you have this good news but your brain is coming up with all these different scenarios and things that you need to be considering it's like well now that you know this you gotta worry about this this and this yeah that'll just wreck you
0: yeah so I was just like <clears throat> I just need to think about other things. Yeah. So I so yeah, but yeah, that's how my week is going. But I mean, you know, today was payday. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. <laughs> so Dang, that's always getting,
1: good. <laughs> I miss getting paid on Thursdays. Just, uh, I don't know why it just it it's not like it even matters, it's still every two weeks, but just Oh, like, I get paid every day week. before the weekend, I guess, to, to spend all your fucking money. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm real I get paid every week. So what? I'm like, really spoiled. hmm <sighs> so Once jealous. a week. Yeah. Jonas I- Jonas gets paid every
1: week, but I feel like we we don't have a plan for what he does with his money a lot of the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it just kinda sits there and like we don't you know it's not that it's not doing anything, it's just like we don't have a plan for it. So it's a bit like just like a whatever thing. But I feel like if we had a plan for it it would When he did get paid, we'd be like, all right, cool, now we can do this, this, and this. You know, if we, like, Mm kind of staggered our bills or something, I think it would be Mm -hmm. much more worthwhile. But right now, it just kind of sits there until we need to pay for something, like rent.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's real, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to get into the episode um so today we're gonna be talking along the vein of actually literally what we were just talking about yep um working and living and how like i don't know how difficult it is or it can be at times but also it can be like pretty rewarding so i guess just talking about a mix of both
1: yeah yeah, just talking about like the topic of being able or seeming to be un- unable to split your work and your life and yeah. make them two separate entities entities because like I-, I have a lot of co-workers who like all they care about is work and they're the first ones in and the last one's out and you know i'll ask them like oh how late you stay there like oh just till nine this time and i'm like what <laughs> I'm like Bruh. and you get paid salaries so there's no overtime like no
0: we're gonna get into that
1: because <laughs> I have I, lots I mean, of thoughts about I know. that.
0: Like, I get like, it. Like
1: if you're if you're a manager and you just have so much shit to do, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. But there gets to be a point where you need to make a decision. Like, okay, I'm a manager. I'm a boss. Like, I need to delegate this shit. I can't do it all myself. Hell and so man. that's why sometimes I don't feel bad.
0: Mm-hmm. because if
1: you're the type of person who just wants to do the work yourself because you want it done right or you know your, your way, way
0: yeah I can't I can't feel bad
1: for you if mm-hmm. you're stuck there working 12 15 hour days
0: that was that's a personal problem yeah, yeah. so yeah but yeah well get into that but <laughs> yeah so my first question is um, when someone says work life, balance what do you think of <laughs> like what if, like what triggers you or like what's like i
1: think honestly i think of countries that are not the u.s i think of like scandinavian countries it i'm sure if you read the news every year they have all these reports that come out that say so and so you know finland um Denmark, whatever country, they're the happiest countries, they have the best work-life balances, they have the best benefits for their workers, you know, that sort of That's stuff.
0: That's yeah. like yeah. And then you think of the... Like <laughs>
1: yeah, a lot of those Scandinavian countries have, have similar um, social values, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And so they, they prioritize stuff like taking care of the people that are working in their country. So, yeah. So I think of that, and then I also think... I kind of daydream and think of what it would be like if I was in a work li- a good work-life balance. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I'm okay, but at times I, I find myself teetering into like the, I take my work home with me. The problem I have that I'm not really sure how to fix is I keep my email, my work email running on my phone 24-7. So mm-hmm. it might be like 3 a.m. and I get woken up because my phone chimes and it tells me I have an email coming in. Mm-hmm. And my my reaction is to just read it like oh god what's happening even though it's three a.m. N- nothing yeah. nothing related to the work that I nothing do is, is gonna be yeah. urgent at three a.m. it's just yeah. gonna be either some general company email coming in overnight or you know some random person who might be you know it might be seven a.m. for them or you
0: mm-hmm. know six a.m.
1: for them on the east coast they they just happen to be you know working early or something and they just mm-hmm. send something out so. But for me, it's I find it difficult to just put it away. Like I always feel like I need to be responding to stuff. If people are working late and they're t- trying to get in touch with me or they need something for me, I'm gonna try to turn around and return the favor just because I don't want to have the attention of being someone who is not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want people to think that I don't care about my job because I'm not willing. To work late or respond to emails after hours, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can, I get that sentiment. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way, feel exactly the way you feel. Like a lot of my coworkers feel exactly the same way. So I totally understand that. I think when I think of like, when someone says that to me, like work life balance, I really think of like, First thing that I really think of is capitalism, to be <laughs> <Yeah>. totally honest. Because, <laughs> um, oh, my God. But also, like, I just think of, like, that, like, the movies where you have, like, the hard-working girl, and she's trying to juggle. And, like, mm-hmm. in the TV shows, she's trying to juggle life. And, and work. Dating. And, and dating. And yeah. dating. And being a boss. <laughs> and dot, dot, dot. And yep. I'm just like, oh, my God. And, like... I also, like, am reminded of um, how much, like, I was trying to do that and, like, how much I wanted to be that kind of person, especially, like, growing up. I was, like, I want to, like, be the boss 9 to 5 and 5 to (laughs) 9 be cool and stuff. So, yeah, that's, like definitely the first thing that like pops into my head when I think about that type of stuff Mm -hmm. so yeah okay so how do you balance work and life like what is what are the things that you do to balance work and life so I'll go first this time um I I yeah you weren't ready yeah I'm not yeah I was like oh like I'm pretty sure I have a great answer to this and then now I'm thinking I'm like nah (laughs) I I really don't I really I really don't it's really really hard for me to balance it because I used to be able to because the work that I was doing and the position I was at I didn't I don't want to say I was a lowly worker, but in a sense, I kind of was. Like I was just doing one type of thing all the time. It wasn't um what I do now is, which is more like coordinating. Mm-hmm. And so I was just doing one thing. So I was like, okay, like I do this one thing. It's easy for me to just like go home and not take it like <laughs> home with me, and then like work on school or like you know, do whatever I needed to do. Right. And that was just it. Like, I didn't have to do anything else. And then now within the past almost a year, almost a year, I have been, like, dealing with, like, how the hell do I, like, go to work and do work things and then not really bring it home? But sometimes I have to bring it home because, like, sometimes I don't get enough stuff done. Yep. And then, like in november i was like i was just trying to figure out like you know how to have celeste time and like do all these like things that i wanted to do like go to the movies and shop i don't know what i do but read books i don't know and like it was just like really daunting and i think it's still still something that i'm figuring out for myself and yeah, it's like really. It's really hard. It's really hard for me at least, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Okay, you got to ask me the question again though cuz I forgot.
1: I oh, forgot gosh. the wording of the question.
0: Okay, so how do you balance work and life? Um, okay, for me, I
1: think I think I I have <sighs> This is hard for me too. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um <laughs> I I, honestly, I think it's made easier with Jonas because he Mm -hmm. comes home and he's like, Nope, I don't want to talk about work. Like, I'm sure you had a great day. I'd love to hear about it if you really want to tell me, but I really don't want to talk about it if I don't have to, you know, like he's like, as soon as he crosses that threshold, he's like done, like -hmm. mentally checked out. And so we kind of just move into our, our evening routine as quickly as possible which is we got to get something ready for dinner you know we gotta exercise if we do that we've got to you know prep whatever for tomorrow and then like we just have like not it's not really that we have like a regimented routine where it's like we're doing this from this time to this time whatever but it's just like if we want to make the most of those you know if you think about it Most people, when they by the time they get home, it's maybe like six o'clock or something. If they get off at five, they're getting home around like six, maybe six thirty, and then you're in bed by ten or eleven. You know, Mm. maybe midnight if you can handle not getting that much sleep. But I can't do that, so we get, you know, we get ready for bed around ten. So that really gives you only like four or five hours each evening to do all this other shit, which includes, you know, God forbid we had kids, right? You know, so those four or five hours you are cooking your meals you're prepping your lunch if you're doing that you're trying to entertain each other you're trying to catch up on each other's day you're yeah. trying to take care of bills and and important shit yeah. and then you're yeah. and then you yeah. you know you're getting, taking a shower and you're you know getting ready for bed and whatever so it's like we realize that because we have so little time the less we dwell on shit from work yeah the more time we have yeah to the stuff we actually want to do in the evening so he can go out and go run for an hour and you know or run for half an hour and work out for half an hour and i can make something you know cook something that's really not intricate but like cook something that that's you know intensive that takes longer than 20 minutes you know just throw it in the oven and go like i can cook the kind of food i want to cook or you know i can get him to help me and do certain things and then we can sit in and, and read together for an hour you know all that stuff that of yeah. comes with it so i think the main thing for us is you know as soon as we're through the door we pretty much just drop the day like it, it's almost like it's a that same day but a part two like we just it's a totally different mental shift
0: mm-hmm. from
1: that point on you know but but like i mentioned before i still have those things that kind of cut in to my mental space at that point you know when I get an email like I'm suddenly brought right back to what I was trying to avoid anyway yeah and then you know it even takes me a while to like shake it off because you know if I get an email and someone's asking a question and I can't answer it at the moment I have to you know wait till I get to the office or talk to someone else and then I'm just thinking about like oh I wish I could answer it and blah blah, blah. they're gonna be waiting for it you know and it's just yeah that's something I'm really trying to practice now and I'm sure other questions that we we discuss later today will kind of bring this out. But over the last yeah. week or so, I've really had um, a reorg in my mind of how I want to approach this job. There's a lot of stuff that I've been doing that I don't think I've been doing the right way for me. And so, you know, one of those things is worrying too much or worrying too little about certain things and you know, trying to figure out what to do about that. So yeah. my long-winded answer, in short, is we just try to... We think of it as two different parts, or two different big parts of our day. The yeah. work part that sucks or, you know, it's not as enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, even, even from the point where he gets up at 5.30 and, and I get up right after him. All the way up until we're both through that door and it's, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock and that's when our other day starts
0: yeah that makes sense i feel like that's a really good approach to like thinking about it yeah I like.
1: yeah that. i mean i think it's a little wacky to think about it. like you're yeah, having two days in one day but <laughs> but I mean, you know okay. if you do yeah. kind of segment it that way and, and you kind of that's that's how people let shit go
0: yeah you know I feel like also, they leave like, it behind yeah, also, like, if that works for you, then that works for you. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. But I think that's cool, though. That's a really cool... That's... I've never thought of to think of it like that. So that's actually <laughs> really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no,
1: I, I think I credit that to Jonas. And I don't think we've ever explicitly said it, but that's how I've interpreted it mm-hmm. for a long time now.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you can... I mean, you know, usually I beat him home, but... but you know when i see him come through the door his whole body language changes mm-hmm. like as soon as he like drops his keys and his badge and takes his shoes off his whole body just yeah. totally relaxes it's, it's completely yeah. different from that's that point good. and that's how i see that as like the transition point
0: yeah that's good though yeah i really like that i really like that I don't know if I would implement that in my own life, but I really, I really like
1: the idea. yeah, right. So you don't have to, you don't have to say, okay, here's my new day, starting now. No, you don't have to do that. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's not for everyone, of course, but. Yeah. But, you know, if you get home and as long as you're not, like, it's not something you have to do. Like, I have to work another couple hours from home. You know, as long as you're you're done, you could say you know you're done for work, mm-hmm. uh, done with work for the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As soon as you get home, just say, "Well, there's nothing I can do about any of my work mm-hmm. issues until tomorrow, so yeah. I might as well just move on."
0: Yeah. I hundred percent agree look with that. It, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, is there just no such thing as work-life balance? Like. <laughs> no no because I mean I don't know I feel like I feel like the term I think the idea of balance is the wrong word that we've been using I think it's just prioritizing what needs to get done like so for example I once I'm home that's it. Like you and Jonas, like once I'm home, that's it. Like I don't really worry too much anything about work or anything like that. Mm
1: -hmm. Mostly
0: because this really helped me, but I got a work phone. I, my company, they um, give us work phones. So I was like, Once I kind of got into like this new position or whatever, I was like, all right, I'm getting a work phone because y'all are going to (laughs) be calling me. I have to meet with people. I have to give out business cards and stuff like that. And like, I was like, I'm taking my work email off of my personal phone. I'm putting it on my work phone. And that is that. Like, I got, because I also just wanted another um, number that they could call me on. And Mm. at five, i messaged everyone once i got my phone and i was like at 5 30 my work phone turns off which means <laughs> that if you want to contact me the only people that can contact me are the people on my team and if you need something from me after 5 30 it will just go straight to like my work phone because i have iphones they all sync up and stuff so mm-hmm. it'll be fine but like i was like and like Everybody like jokes and be like, oh, Celeste, like you turn your phone off at five thirty, ha ha ha, like whatever." Yes, but yes, like, the fuck I do exactly. I was just like, I have boundaries, like, and those are, are, you, are my priorities. Like, are you I hourly. Yeah. Oh yeah! Fuck yeah! Are you yeah. kidding me?
1: Oh my so, god! <laughs> the minute I walk out the door, that thing is off.
0: Yeah, I was just like, I, I'm not. I usually get home before five thirty, so I have my phone on for like another hour which is fine yeah, I don't mind or anything like that but like if something needs to happen the only person who really needs to call me is my boss and she, mm-hmm. there have been times when they have to call me and they're like oh we need you to go to Northern Virginia like you know tomorrow morning and i'm like oh dang (laughs) like but you know and it was just like short notice and whatever and i'm like it's fine like you know like you need me to go for a meeting blah blah whatever things need to get done that's totally fine but right but if they really need
1: you they're gonna contact you in whatever way
0: they figure out yes but if it's not urgent nothing's gonna happen and also i feel like like you're saying like you were saying before and like my line of work nothing is urgent (laughs) yeah like, nothing is urgent. So, yeah. like, you don't... I'm not a doctor. I'm not Yeah, unless a nurse. the building's on
1: fire and...
0: And I'm not every, even the All point the of data's going, which... Yeah. If the building is on fire. Call <laughs> my boss's boss. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I just... Celeste, yeah. <laughs> it's your neighbor. Your building's on fire. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh, well, call 911. Mm-hmm. You got the wrong number. <laughs> but, yeah, um... Yeah, so I, that was, like, one thing that I do, and I just believe, I don't, I don't believe in a balance, because, I don't know, I believe, I believe balance is just a myth. I don't know. I think it's just Hmm. prioritizing what needs to be prioritized, because there are times when, like, I prioritize work over something else, that something fun I could be doing, but, Maybe there are deadlines or something like that, and, like, I just have to get on it. And the only reason why I prioritize that over that, because I'm like, look, so you're going to pay me overtime because I'm not playing games about me prioritizing this work over my fun. You're also going to pay me (laughs) for my work. (laughs) You're going to pay me for, you know... Prioritizing this over my funds. So, no, I'm with you on that. You know what's funny now that I'm thinking about it? I have to go to this dinner
1: with my boss, my boss's boss, and some of my coworkers. And I'm like, dude, if we're just going to talk about work the whole time, I'm going to make an excuse and leave. Like, yeah, sorry. I, uh, my hotel bathroom started flooding before I left. I need to go take care of it. Yeah. (laughs) Or just like, I don't want to, I don't, because we already, like, this is what I told. I think I told you this before, but when I first got up here, I realized very quickly that my boss. Love him, dude. I really do love working for him, but he, because he's a workaholic, everyone around him. He assumes everyone around him is also is, a workaholic. Yeah. So there's been instances where it's been 8 o'clock at night. I'm literally already in bed in this hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, pajamas on, Netflix on,
0: just chilling. And I'll get
1: it. Yeah, just chilling, and I'll get a call or a text from him and he will be like, Hey, um, I'm working on so and so. Uh do you want to come help me out with this or or, uh, you know, ask me a question or something random, right? Yeah. And I just have to be like, I I'm sorry, like I don't if you really need me, yes, I can come over and help you out. But no. I'm already in for the night. And he yeah. goes and like one time I did that I said that to him. And it was it was about seven thirty five or so, seven forty. And he said, Oh I'm sorry, I thought you were still in the office. I'm like, uh, what, me? <laughs> No, I, I get it. You know, I get it because he has so much stuff going on, but that's not me.
0: Yeah. And but also, I feel like as someone, I don't know. I feel like as someone's boss, you should be able to understand how people work and operate. So, like, clearly, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like when my boss calls me after a certain time, she, like any one of us, even before like my whole like 530 rule, whatever, whatever, she would, when she would call us, she would always apologize if it was late and be like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, are you able to talk? Like, Mm -hmm. is this this a good time for you? Yeah. And And you could easily say, no, it's not. Yeah, but, and but that you're was not it. a shitty
1: person. And so, if you are available and you are free, you're going to say, What do you need? Right.
0: Yeah. But, but. <laughs> you're still a boss, and understanding that, like, not everyone works and operates like that. Like, just because yeah. you are a certain way, my boss is an a workaholic as well. She will send emails at three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. on the East Coast time. I'm like, Ma'am, <laughs> go to bed. But I. But still, like, she doesn't have that expectation of, hey, like, you also need to be doing the same thing that I'm doing. Yeah, no. As and well.
1: He, and, yeah, my boss isn't like that. But I think it, it kind of escapes him that other people don't have to spend as much time working as he does. And I, yeah. I don't even know if he needs to spend that much time working. Probably but not, yeah. He's busy. He's, he really is busy on his feet, in meetings, on calls, all day and i think that's another problem though yeah and this is something that i've been seeing a lot in the news lately where people are saying we have too many fucking meetings oh yeah it's just too many meetings there's too many meetings mm-hmm. to talk about the same shit over like and over oh we need we need an update on such and such so-and-so do you have this update uh no i'm still working on it what the fu- like that could have been put an email. that shit in an email mm-hmm. and say hey i have nothing to add in this meeting today and then you cut the agenda in half oh my
0: God. from
1: there right and so maybe we don't we don't have too many meetings but we have too many fucking long meetings that don't get anywhere yeah and so i think that's part of the problem too is a lot of these people and in, in management and supervisory positions they spend so many time in the so much uh, they spend so much time in these high level ridiculous meetings that when it's actually time for them to get work done themselves they don't have
0: any fucking time yeah and yeah. then
1: they're pissed off and they're working late and you know everything else is affected
0: yeah no i 100 agree i spend a lot of time once like every like i want to say like a few times a month going up to I go up to our Northern Virginia office to drive another hour to go to a meeting and they're talking in circles about the same shit we talked about last month and nothing is getting done. And I'm just like, so I have to spend like five hours in my day driving to go to a meeting and we didn't talk about crap.
1: Yeah. This so is that's, ridiculous. Another, that's another problem too is nobody briefs you before meetings like that's very rare that i get get material beforehand that says this is exactly what we're going to talk about about, yeah Mm -hmm. or even just sitting like a little word document that says you know here's our agenda and it's just Mm -hmm. five bullet points right yeah because if i bet if you got an agenda every week for that stupid meeting you'd say okay none of this shit applies to me i'm not going to drive five hours today to go to this meeting or if they really need me i will call in
0: yeah i mean also like our customer expects us to go so i kind of have to go but yeah. i mean that's See, a whole that's thing, other thing but like that's s- some but, more bullshit too yeah but that's like some
1: old school stuff that just does not work anymore but
0: what blows me is that they don't go to the meetings which would be really helpful if they went to the what meetings. But, oh yeah that's no, just uh, uh.
1: <laughs> okay i get you yeah, but, yeah. Like get but yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it's just oh, yeah i God. totally agree like a lot of like meetings that could have been emails could have <laughs> been an email like one hundred percent. Like, yeah, that that's my thing. I I don't
1: mind approaching people, but if I'm gonna approach you, and you're gonna have a fucking attitude because you're too busy to talk to me, that is not my problem. And then if you're gonna blow me off when I'm trying to talk to you, I can't talk right now. I get the hand in my face
0: every once oh, in a while, and it no. oh, that fucks my whole. That's so. Up. That's why like I don't talk to certain people in the office. <laughs> Like I talk, yeah. They're... Like upper upper management, I talk to my boss, mm-hmm. and that's really about it. Except for like our the people on our team. Other than that, I don't talk to nobody else in the office for real. For all. And if I have to, I talk to my boss's boss, who's like the area manager. So he's like the boss boss. And so other than that, no. Nah, like I I can't. Mm-mm. Yeah, you put a hand. In my, you put a hand in my face, and I swear to you, one of us is gonna lose our jobs. I've said, and you better pray to God it's not me because I'm just gonna have too much time on my hands to come t- to come get you because I just know why I could not. I, I could not. I don't know yeah. how you do it, but it's, I could it's not. It's happened to me
1: a couple of times, and usually it's from the same pers- person or two, yeah, and so usually like to, i'll take today as an instance for instance today just just happened today where now i have this new thing where it's like i will listen to this person like because he he's always talking to i'm naming one person in particular, or mentioning one person in particular yeah. he's always talking to people people are always approaching him and i get it that's annoying mm-hmm. you're trying to just sit and like type something up and people are at your desk every other minute right yeah but i will go and do a lap. And I'll try to gauge his mood. Like, oh, how's his tone today? You know? Because it's it's that bad. Like, how's his tone today? Did he wake up and his kid, like, puked on his shoes before he walked (laughs) in the door? Or or did his dog, like, shit in the doorway or something? Like, You know, like, I got to gauge him like that. Because by the time I approach him, I cannot take that attitude anymore. Oh, no. It's just happened so many times already that I just, I can't. And so luckily today, I I did this today and it worked well because I was like, oh, wow, he actually sounds pretty cheerful. And you know what? I've approached him like five different times and he helped me every single time and he was pleasant and nice and we had great conversations. And I'm like, why is this man so fucking stressed that that is a rare thing for him to be in good enough of a mood to have a conversation?
0: I don't... uh, Without uh, yelling.
1: uh. Yeah, because his usual mood is... He's about ready to curse somebody out and he doesn't give a shit because he's like, he's like PM level. So he's like, you know, of course, like, so he's like, yeah, top, top, one of the top dudes. I get it. You got a lot of stuff on your plate, you know,
0: but that doesn't allow you, that doesn't give you (laughs) grace to be a shitty person. Like, I know I'm
1: saying he's a shitty person, but I'm saying he he's in that situation because he's overworked and nobody gives him a break. And I get it. Like, you gotta have time to have your own shit. And so then it turns out he's also one of those guys that's in at 7.30 and out at 7
0: p.m. Okay. Like, I don't know. I... I don't know. I still think that's pretty shitty behavior. Like, you're not (laughs) allowed... Like, regardless of, like, what you chose to do that you chose to be in at 7 and to be out at 7 and you chose yeah. to allow you chose to allow yourself to never I mean have you chose a job for yourself <laughs> you chose that job you chose you know you chose that is your choice that's the thing that, that comes
1: with
0: it yes but that also doesn't allow you to be a shitty person just because of all those things like i don't like I don't like people like that. I could, God bless you, because I could not deal mm-hmm. with someone no, like that. You know, ever.
1: that's, that's another thing though. It's like, I respect him. I really do. And I appreciate the work that he does because he, he's very, very fucking good at his job. And so I respect him in that sense. But one time the one time he, the problem was, so I had been trying to catch him all day. And I was like, hey, you know, what time are you actually available? And he's like, okay, come see me at this time. And so I went to see him at that time, but he was in—he was walking into another meeting. They had like an impromptu manager's meeting. Mm-hmm. And so he saw me come in the doorway of the, the conference room, and he did the hand up. He goes, nope, nope, I can't talk right now. And I just was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't even say shit. I just turned on my heel and left. And I didn't even approach him. I was like, fuck that. Like, he can come to me if he wants to talk, because I'm not going to have my feelings hurt again by this man
0: but also that's so yeah i don't understand that that's so fucked up because that really that really blew me like because, i was like, bad for weeks you asked him and he said such no, we such. we t-
1: well that problem was we were talking just offhand and he was like okay you know what let's why don't we just sit down and 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 have a meeting and talk through this i'm like yeah that's fine with me great idea then we can Focus on this 100. percent it goes, okay, yeah, let's try this time. I should be free at this time, and so I didn't know that he had, he had this impromptu meeting. Yeah, and he didn't know how.
0: Yeah, he didn't know he had that. And so instead of him saying, "Oh, either. I'm
1: sorry, I I just got pulled into this. Can can you come see me in an hour?"
0: Yeah, I would have been like, "No problem," and left. Exactly. But for
1: him to do the hand up, like, nope, nope, like don't even think about it. Sort of that was kind of the gesture he gave. It was like, yeah. don't even think about it. I was just so offended. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you should have been it, offended. The,
1: the only reason why, though, the only reason why I am over it now, though, is because I realized he talks to everyone like that. That's It is Jay. not just me, yeah. and it's not just people that are his, you know, his subordinates.
0: Yeah, like that's shitty I don't like. Yeah. Ugh, I don't like people like that. I don't. I.
1: <laughs> so I feel like I was ranting on that one, but
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Like. Ugh. He has no work-life balance. Clearly, yes, yeah. So, so that's an example, and I feel bad,
1: you know. And and another thing, like I'll I'll mention one more thing about him. His I remember a few weeks ago his daughter got sick. He's got I think he's got a little girl. She's probably like seven or eight, something like that. So little girl, right? Yeah. And around lunchtime, I guess his wife or somebody called him and let him know. And so he was stressed. You could tell he was just kind of like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, man, he feels so bad because his kid is sick. And he's, you know, he's kind of far away. Like, his commute is probably long, whatever. And I just realized, like, I realized uh, later in the day, like, he was just, like, salty because he knew he was going to have to drop everything to go home to take care of her. And his work was going to fall behind. And so, sure enough, so I had, I, I actually had needed to have another meeting with him. And that was this was like the end of the week, and so he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm sorry, like I think I'm just gonna have to stay home, like I, we gotta meet later." And he was like, "So ma- he was like mad and sad," and I was just like, "What is going on with this dude?" And I'm like, "Are yeah. you mad and sad because your kid is sick, or are you mad and sad because you have to miss work?" And that's like scary. Yeah, That's a scary
0: thought. Like ugh, that poor kid.
1: Yeah, I, no, I'm sh- I'm not even questioning his parent parent. i'm not questioning his parenting well no sure he's a fine parent yeah but i'm just like for you to be that engrossed and worried about your job that that's how you react to something yeah that's why i'm like yeah yeah so anyways let's let's move on because we've been ranting
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. people with no work-life balance that affects
1: us (laughs) but i feel like if if anyone's listening it's People are gonna be like, yeah that that makes absolute sense because it's it's just not worth it. Like especially mm-hmm. if you have kids or a family. I mean, even if you no just have a pet or something, like it's yeah not, it's not worth it's it. It's just not worth it to sacrifice so much of your living life. Yeah.
0: Because we live in this like culture in the society that like champions the people who do all the work and stay up late and push through and da 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 and like they're nonstop, non-going, hustling that hustle culture and ugh and like I, all I that stuff. Yeah. But then like these people burn out the fastest. hmm they burn out the fastest and then they just like quit. And you're just like, oh, this person was doing so great. They were on top of the world. That's exactly and then they what quit, happened. And like, no one knows what happened to them, blah, blah, blah. It's like, because they burnt out. They're tired. Like, we're human beings. We're not machines. We're not built to build Roman day. Like, we're <laughs> built to, you know, put a brick on top of one brick and, you know, the next day, we put another brick on top of another brick. Like, that is not. <laughs> That's a terrible analogy, but <laughs> that is not what we're made to do. We need rest. We need to do things that we enjoy. And if that thing is just Netflix and chilling, like, hey, that's what we need to do to relax and recuperate. And mm-hmm. that's how we sustain being creative and being so ingenious and like who we are as humans. Like, yeah. I just, yeah, I. And that's why I just don't believe in the balance because I'm just like, it just, because it's, you can't really balance it all the time. It just becomes a, a game of prioritization. What's your priority this time then over that time? And that's why with people who are working, 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 that's their priority. But then there's a shift and then they realize like, Th- that's not it anymore. That's not it. And also, and also, these companies, they are not going to be here for you when you die. Thank because you. Because you worked your ass off for them, for their profits, for their bonuses, yep. for their jets to the West Coast and I... East Coast and all this other stuff and their that's private so jets true. and stuff like that. Yes.
1: Yes. So I will say two things on that note one is this is this is all so circular because this yeah. is really stuff that I've been paying a lot of attention to over the last couple of weeks one is I read this quote that is so fucking true and it's you know if you don't take it's basically like a long I can't quote it for, per se but um yeah. actually you know let me let me pull it up real quick because I, I don't I'll edit this part out but uh <laughs> I'm going to be like, I've read this quote and I remember it perfectly.
0: (laughs) I would like to tell the audience that's not listening. It'll be Amber playing this back that she didn't remember.
1: (laughs) Okay. I think I found it. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. So there's this quote. I'm not sure who initially said it, but the quote is, if you don't build your dream, someone else will hire you to help build theirs. i I mean it's just so fucking true so it's like if you're not doing your own shit you're helping somebody else do their shit right yeah and then the other thing that i will say is like what you said where these companies they're not your friend right you can be Mm -mm. friends with the people that work there but in in the general sense companies are not there for you right yeah because i read i was on reddit and The thread was discussing like pretty much like work, work life balance. Like, you know, what's some like shitty situation that you've been Mm -hmm. in with your employer or people, you know, in your working environment. And this guy chimed in and was like, this guy I knew worked for the company for decades and he died just straight up, just died one day. He just didn't come in because he died and they cleared his desk out. And within a few days, they were interviewing for another person oh, yeah. to fill his position. It's like, mm-hmm. they don't fucking care. Nope. There was, oh, this was a thing. It was, um, they were asking like, was there any tribute? Like, did, what did your boss do in that situation? Whatever. No tribute, no email, like sensitive email saying, you know, this is what happened to him. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. This is his viewing information. If you want to attend, you know, mm-hmm. none of that. It was just, Oh, there's this void here. We're going to clear all his shit out and ship it in a box to his wife and move the fuck on. Yeah. It, and that just blows me. It
0: just yeah. blows my mind. There's so many companies. Luckily, I will say, like, my company isn't like that.
1: Well, um, everybody's gonna but everybody's going to say that at some point.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, because I there have been, tragically, quite a few deaths in 2019, unfortunately, yeah. at our job.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, one of the um managers died actually the day before my birthday and Mm -hmm. um it it was they dealt with it really really well like his um wife came in like his his wife you know like during thanksgiving she came in and had because she was so impressed with like you know how well we like received like his death and uh, like a ton of people came to like his funeral and stuff like that it was like the next week um and she like really loved the response and stuff like that during thanksgiving she like catered us like the little like thanksgiving potluck thing really yeah which was like really sweet like that's how like so like for, um, so for, yeah, for my company, like, they actually do a really good yeah, job sure. with not, being of course, sensitive and stuff like that. like that. Yeah, not, so yeah, not every company is like that. But there are so many companies out there who do not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. do not give a fuck about you. Because you're not their bottom line. Because, going back to what I said earlier, capitalism, <laughs> like, people yeah people are
1: replaceable
0: you are replaceable you are 100 percent replaceable there are thousands millions of people out there who want your job and Mm. there are also people who there are managers i don't like the managers who like remind you of that like all the time oh
1: yeah or
0: i don't even want to get into that like i haven't had that like experience but I've heard it way too many times and it's like really really unsettling and yeah so don't that's why I'm just like and I like I see it with like my coworkers because we're all young we're like the oldest person is like 30 (laughs) like Mm. we're all super young so like I'm just like do not work your ass off for no one for for no one like unless you absolutely have to, and if that's something that you want to do, sure, but to do that consistently all the time, like, it, I understand, like, you want to, like, show that you're, like, doing the thing because, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, like, working your way up the ladder and stuff like that, yeah, no, (laughs) like, I do it to a point, I do it. I will work the overtime because you know I like a project comes up stuff like that. I really like my boss. I really like our team. Mm-hmm. If I can work overtime, I'll do it because that I I'm okay with that. Like you know yeah because I know myself and I know that it's not gonna it's not a long haul thing it's not a long run thing. I'm not gonna do this forever but yeah don't work don't overwork yourself for these crappy ass companies who are paying <laughs> you shit and then you probably aren't getting most people don't even get a good ass raise every year or don't yep. even get a raise every year
1: yep. and
0: you're working your ass off for these companies who at the end of the day, like with that guy, they're going to clear off your desk in, like, less than 24 hours, mm-hmm. like, and that's just going to be that on that, like, you're going to be a blip to them while your family yep. is, like, mourning and stuff like that, like, because yep. you overwork yourself, <laughs> like, and yes, didn't yeah. enjoy your life, like, so, yeah. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. like, hey,
0: if you think about
1: it, like, that guy never got to retire. No. He, ne- he worked his whole fucking career, and he probably was working towards, oh, I'm going to buy this house here. Working towards cottage, her retirement. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. My kids are going to be older and they're going to come back and see me and my wife. Yeah. And he died.
0: Yeah. 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 It's no. Grim. Yeah. It is, but, like, it's ugh, such a reminder to enjoy your life. Enjoy yep. your life and live your life the way you want to live it. Don't let you getting into this rat race, like, ugh, I hate that word, that <laughs> phrase, but, like, <laughs> you getting into that motion and that like I feel like as millennials because we're so young we're fresh we're fresh into the professionalism into these fields and stuff like that and I feel like a lot of us feel like we have to be doing all of that and we don't we don't we're so young and we have so much life like my dad was commenting he was like he was, like, joking with me about how, like, I take, like, so much time off work. And, like, I feel like I don't. I do, too. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't. But also, at the same time, I'm, like, I'm young. And I want to take, they, they give us these hours to take off. Like yeah. they, they pay us <laughs> to like take mm-hmm. time off. Why well, wouldn't I mean, you take it, it? Still
1: could always be better if you think about like the UK or the Netherlands. They have
0: yeah weeks
1: and weeks of holiday.
0: Yeah. Holiday. Which oh man, I love yeah. that term, holiday. Like it sounds way mm-hmm. better than vacation. I'm going on holiday. I'm going on holiday.
1: <laughs> hey, that's
0: pretty good. You sound
1: like um what's her face? Never mind. Oh <laughs> I was gonna say Naomi Campbell, but now oh. I can't remember if she's British or not. Yeah, she is. I think
0: she is. Yeah, she she is. (laughs) Yes, she is. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I. Yeah, I. Yeah, man. That just boils my blood. I'm kidding. Oh, man. That (laughs) should have gone
1: in our. That long ass thing should have gone in our What's Got You Hot. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I have this book that I've been reading that kind of segues it kind of it'll yeah be like a circular mm-hmm. thing yeah and then it. we can do what's got you hot and close it yeah
0: mm-hmm. okay that's fine yeah that's what i was thinking anyway so okay
1: cool um yeah so kind of along the same lines of what we've been discussing today i'm actually reading this book that i think is pretty relevant it's a book called essentialism and mm-hmm. if anyone's interested and wants to take a look at it uh, the author is greg mckeown he's this british guy who moved to america his backstory basically, uh, his story behind writing the book is he he spent most of his career as a workaholic. Like he was just that guy who was just always on it, you know, worked all hours of the day, whatever. And so his wife was pregnant and she went to the hospital. It was the day for their daughter's birth. Went to the hospital, had the baby. It was great. The problem was like a day or two before that, he was meeting with, he was setting up a meeting with clients and he reminded everyone that his wife was due. And so his client had the nerve to make a joke and say, Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't our, the day of our meeting be a terrible day for your wife to have the baby. And so what happened was the day of the meeting, she had the baby. And so what he did was he went, you know, he was with her at the hospital. They, she gave birth within an hour or two. He left. To go to the meeting. Oh
0: my God! Yeah,
1: and so he came in. He was, you know, uh, the way he tells it is he came in and and everybody was looking at him like, like, why, why are you here? And he's like, oh, yeah. well, I'm here for the meeting. You know, you told me, you told me not to miss it, right? And everybody was like, yeah, no, that was, you know, he didn't, you know, it wasn't like that, right? So he ends up having the meeting, and nothing is. It, it's not a productive meeting. Yeah. And so after that day, he kind of took a step back. That was his his wake up mm-hmm, call. Yeah. Where he was like, holy shit, I can't even prioritize the birth mm-hmm. of my own daughter over my work anymore. Yeah. So he starts thinking about that sort of stuff. And so he ties it into this book. And the book basically is his way of explaining the 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 main catch of the book is less but better. Yeah. So you can kind of apply the stuff that he's teaching in the book to any portion of your life, it's how to say no to things that don't provide value to you. Yeah. How to say no to things that take up too much time that mm-hmm. you could be, you know, that could be better spent doing other things that are important priorities and mm-hmm. stuff that we've been talking about. Yeah. You know, um, how to declutter because you know you you've just been so used to just buying stuff because you think you need it, but really you know you, it, with this essentialism, you you take a step back and say what What is actually like a priority of mine? Let me see. So so he also has this thought process where he compares the non-essentialist, so like everyday people like you and me, and hopefully what I can try to get away from, he compares the non-essentialist to the essentialist. And so some examples are, you know, and the not a non-essentialist will think I have to, but an essentialist will think I choose to. yeah and then a non-essentialist will say it's all important, while an essentialist will say only a few things really matter. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the other thing is like, you know, non-essentialists might say, um, you know, how can I fit all this into my schedule? And then the essentialist would say, What are the actual trade-offs of me doing this thing? Yeah. So so he makes a lot of so he makes a lot of great points and I think it's really it's really just another reason why I've been kind of rethinking my role in my work. It's like I don't want to be that person that just takes on everything and says, yes, just because I think I have to, Yeah. you know, the main hurdle, I think for a lot of people is how do you get over the fear of getting chastised or getting in trouble for speaking up, you know, and, and doing the thing that makes the most sense to you,
0: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: how do you speak up and say, I'm working too many hours. I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know, how do you say, I don't want to take on that project because it's going to, you Know, take me away from this other project that's more important or whatever, you know. So, yeah, yeah. so I, I think it's got a lot of great points. I'm, I'm still reading through it. Um, I think I'll, you know, maybe I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, yeah, um, what's I the, think I'll...
0: what's the name of the book again?
1: Yeah, so the book is called Essentialism, and the author is Greg McEwen. And also, if you go on Matt Diavella's YouTube page, he has a couple of interviews with him that are excellent. Uh, Matthew Villa has a super popular youtube channel and right now he's got about two and a half million subscribers and he Mm -hmm. also has a pretty popular podcast called the ground up show where he interviews people who are just really kind of like pillars and like self-development and Mm -hmm. things like um you know personal finance and yeah uh you know it could be things like people who are like personal uh personal trainers that are like you know kind of like top of the industry
0: yeah so
1: he's got he interviews a lot of great people who have written a lot of great books or movie or, you know, documentaries, yeah. those sort of, sort of things. And he gets a deeper explanation of what they're trying to convey yeah. from their stuff. So,
0: yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm in that gray area where I'm like in the middle of like being non essentialism and the kind of also like still essentialism. Like, yes, yeah. I, I, I feel like I definitely want to be more non, but I mean, we grow up being essentialisms. So it's, it's hard to like, kind of like all your life you've been that way. And then like trying to like relearn everything that you have learned. Well, I guess so, you mean,
1: um, we grow up not thinking of essentialism. So we grow up just yeah. thinking that we have to do these things mm-hmm. because of, you said so. Yeah. So because that's it. what expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really like, because you, you really can't apply it to anything. You can apply mm-hmm. it to social situations where you feel like, you know, you're getting pulled in too many directions by friends and family. You have too many obligations by them. Yeah. You can apply it to money. You know, what, what am I actually spending my money on? Why am I spending my money on these things? Mm-hmm. What do I really need to spend money on to benefit me? It's not about, it's not about what you need like shelter food clothes yeah it's it's about what is important to you Mm -hmm. right so for you you know i you need your your obviously you need your your shelter your food and clothes and stuff but you also need the stuff that that makes your day better right your plants your you know stuff for your rabbit right (laughs) you
0: know stuff like that Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: and then and then deciding not to spend on stuff that doesn't fucking matter to you yeah like you know, uh, fucking throw pillow or something. You know, yeah. if it's not, if it doesn't
0: for give you joy, enough value, if it yeah. doesn't,
1: yeah, you know, it's bad. To like Kon- KonMari and all that yeah. stuff too, which we could talk about in other episodes. Um,
0: yeah,
1: you know, if it's not doing that for you, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. so that's that's kind of what what um, the focus of it is. So,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to read that
1: yeah one day. And so another
0: <laughs> great yeah that
1: sounds great another yeah, thing i would say good. is um i'm pretty sure there's an audiobook for it um but what i would recommend is that anyone listening if you don't already have a library card get a fucking library card i know there's like some stigma towards public libraries these days Which i don't understand but i've actually heard i just heard recently that more people went to the library than to the movie theater last year, which I think is excellent. A yeah, so the trend the is people. starting to come back in the right yes. direction. So, what I would say is get a library card and go and rent stuff at the library. And if you can't do that, download an app called Libby, L I B B I. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And I use love Libby. that. Yeah, I love use Libby. That so with that ties in. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah. So with Libby, I use Libby, and I also use another app called Hoopla. I'm a library okay. nerd. I volunteered at the library for every <laughs> summer in um for like three years in a row in like middle love school. It. it was ridiculous, but I fucking love the library. But anyway, so I so with Libby, it's an app where you can rent books from your local library. Yes. So personally what I did digitally digitally so they're ebooks so what I did is I have a nook because I don't use Kindles but um I and I just use barn mobile anyway so I have a nook I downloaded the Libby app and I applied for a um, library card from my local library like so I live in a certain city and I just enrolled on with their, they have like digital like library cards now instead of like the physical yeah. one. So I was like, I don't want to go inside the library. So I looked online. They have a yes. e-library card. And I was like, all right, cool. And so I took the number and then you just plug it in on the Libby app. And yep. then they're like, oh, now you can like rent. Um, ebooks and it can be on your phone, your tablet, your e reader like anything that's like you know electronic or anything like that. So you put in your library card at number and then you automatically can start renting books. You can also yeah. rent books. You can also have multiple library cards on there. So I have two. Yes. So I have like my parents live in a different city than I do. Exactly. So I have the one that the, for the city that I live in. And then I have a library card for the city that my parents live in. And I just use both. And I switch back and forth in between. So like sometimes like a book that I want, it might be on hold at like another library. But then the other library doesn't have a hold on it. So I can just automatically check it out. Hoopla is the same way, You can, but you can rent books audiobooks movies music awesome tv shows so it's like more inclusive the only thing is that you can't put multiple library cards on it um so you can only use one or the other um but it's but it works the same way as libby the great thing is that there are no fees so if you forget to return your library your ebook i mean they just gonna take it (laughs) like and that's it it yeah they just pull it back after like the 14 days or 21 days or whatever and that's it like there are no fees you don't have to truck back to the library i love libby love hoopla like exactly legit awesome amazing services more people should know about it go to the library it's free you're already paying for it in your taxes. You might as well. That's true. Like, That's <laughs> like so and you get a nice looking library card most of the time. Yeah, like they're pretty. They're really nice, and yeah, I don't
1: know. Chicago so. Public Library
0: cards are kind of lame, but yeah. it's Chicago Public Library,
1: okay. so I'm not gonna complain. All
0: right. Well, now we're gonna transition into our segment called "What's Got You Hot." Cue Amber singing in her lovely. Auto-tune voice. What's got you hot? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. So, what's got you hot? Let's wrap this up.
1: Um, You go first.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, uh. Okay. Um, you know what? Actually, what's kind of, like, been annoying this week is, like, my hair's been actually kind of frizzy. And I don't know Mm -hmm. how to deal with it. Like, I legitimately don't understand. Because usually, like, now I've been using, like, these new products. And I'm trying to go on my coily hair journey. I don't say curly because I don't have curly hair. I have coily hair. Coily. So, (laughs) I'm just, like, so, I'm, like, oh, like, I'm, like, oh, my (laughs) coils are popping, you know. But... But then now I'm like, oh, they're not popping because it's been like super rainy over here. And I've just been yep. like, I don't know what, how to deal with the humidity and the frizz. So <laughs> if someone can help you, girl, that'd be great. But, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to figure it out. So that's got me hot or cold or whatever. It's, just, I don't know. But, okay, yeah. so your
1: coils, your coils got <laughs> you coils
0: hot. My coils got me <laughs> the humidity. <laughs> okay,
1: let me think, let me think. Oh, God. I'm really thinking, oh, my God. Because I, I don't want to say similar stuff to what we've been talking about this whole time. Because I'm like, it might work. I mean,
0: ah. but it's real, though. Okay. It's our real life. All
1: right. <clears throat> I guess I guess what's got me hot right now, and <sighs> it's the coronavirus. Let, oh, let's just talk about that for just a second. Yeah. And I don't want you... I don't want it to be taken the wrong way. I'm not... I feel very bad that people are affected and Mm -hmm. people are getting sick, and hundreds of people are dying. Right at this point, I think there's close to six hundred deaths confirmed.
0: Yeah,
1: with about twenty eight thousand cases. But the thing that's that's got me hot about it is, it just seems like I I I just can see this going on for months and months and months, and so at this point already, um, we've already canceled travel. We were going to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. in may and we've canceled that because it's it's just not worth it to even risk it especially yeah. not knowing how things are going to be months from now mm-hmm. could be much worse could be better than that that's great I, yeah. i'd be so grateful for that but i'm not gonna say oh i'm pissed that i canceled my trip because yeah. this virus was supposed to be worse than it you know i'm not mm-hmm. gonna think that
0: yeah
1: but the thing that got that's got me hot is like i'm just generally concerned for people like it's yeah. just a lot yeah. and they're building these hospitals especially in China and you know um, citizens of different countries are being evacuated and all this stuff and they're being put in quarantine and all this other things but I don't want to be here when there's some worldwide pandemic like yeah. I, I don't I'm not prepared for the plague you know <laughs> oh the bubonic God. plague <laughs> oh man it's just i saw this tweet that that's been circulating circulating around and this lady was like like oh i'm so sick of this stuff blah 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 everybody gets sick what what happened there weren't any there weren't any illnesses like this back then it was some some probably some like anti-vax oh, bitch. i don't know Christ. and so someone replied was like the black plague killed like a third of the european population yeah. what are you talking what about what are you
0: talking about
1: The way that 2019 went and the way that 2020 is turning out to be, unfortunately, I know we were so hopeful a few weeks ago. The way things have been going, I'm just like, yeah, it's not looking so good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I was, so I was, it's funny because I was listening to a pot, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts um, today earlier, and they were, they like started talking about like, the virus and stuff like that, but they were also talking about how it's literally every year something else comes out. Do you remember swine flu, swine SARS, flu, Ebola, SARS, Ebola, yes. like um that one, the bird flu. Like there's mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. so, m- like every year something epidemic happens and like crazy happens, like and so it. And they were also talking about the CDC was like saying pretty much literally every time this stuff happens, the one conclusion they come to is y'all need to wash your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands. No one is ever going to hear this podcast, but wash your fucking hands because I just, I don't understand.
1: Yes, wash your hands and don't eat food that you don't know the origin of because that's how this shit started. Like, My understanding is Wuhan, China has a huge market. Or yeah. they have, you know, many markets, but they in one market in particular is this huge market for like exotic animals yeah. and things like that. And so the way it was passed was it was passed from some animal to a person that visited or maybe yeah. purchased stuff at the market. Yeah. And from there so so some of the scientists and, and doctors that, that that um discovered the the new illness mm-hmm. they were saying okay this is originating from just groups of people who have been to that market recently mm-hmm. it, it was like, yeah. don't buy food that you don't know the origin of yeah don't don't trust people with your fucking bootleg groceries yeah and wash your fucking hands yeah
0: wash your fucking hands please please please
1: like literally oh my god I, I was in the airport the other day saw this lady she left the stall and didn't wash her hands oh no i if dude i swear oh. god, like, <laughs> it was dirty looks straight up from everyone it was crowded because it was right after a flight everybody was getting off uh. out. doesn't matter what she did in there she should have washed her hands right so she's walking out and this lady said, you are nasty as fuck. (laughs) Like, right right to the back of her head. She just kept walking. Yes. She didn't even turn around. Like, how do you not just own up to that and say, oh, my bad. And just wash your hands. Like, you're just going to go and continue to be a nasty bitch all
0: day? Yes. Because they don't give a fuck. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Wash your fucking hands. I'm
1: I'm irritated now, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wash your hands. Like, literally, they were also were, like, segwaying a lot. But... Last point on the podcast, they were talking about like how they first of all, it was like in the eighteen hundreds, like early eighteen hundreds or something like that. They finally realized why. Um, I think they were like at a hospital, and so don't quote me on all this, but they were at a hospital, and this guy, they're trying to figure out why. Um, these pregnant women were dying. Well, people were just dying in hospitals in general. Like, mortality rate mm-hmm. was super high. But they were trying to yeah. figure out why. And they, were, they, they did a study with, like, these pregnant women. One, um, some of the pregnant women were being taken care of by doctors. And some of the women were being taken care of by midwives. And the pregnant women with, that had the midwives weren't dying. And the pregnant women with the doctors were dying and it's like trying to figure out why long story short the doctors were dealing with dead people and then dealing with the pregnant women (gasps) no what and that's how they learned about germs long story short this this story is very short (laughs) but yeah and that's how they learned about germs these people were dealing with dead people cadavers And then not washing their hands and going to touch these pregnant women. I was just like, I... And that's how we learned about germs. I was... My mind was blown today. Like, I was just like, I cannot... I cannot believe. And we still doing the same shit. Yep. Like, I just... (laughs) Like, uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> like yeah right. it blows my mind but yeah uh, that wraps this episode <laughs> so much oh man all right yeah i hope you guys enjoyed
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right yeah so this was a slight sarcasm podcast uh we want to thank you for listening in and we hope to have you join us in the next one Ooh, thank episode you. two <laughs> Bye,
0: y'all. Bye, everybody.